This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey everyone, Matt Straub, welcoming you to the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is Tuesday, January 12th. That means that this is your serviceable and intriguing waiver wire pickups episode. We're going to look at the fallout of injuries in Washington and Atlanta as we consider a whole bunch of names on the fantasy basketball waiver wire. That and much more is coming up in just a second. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, we welcome in my co-host, Steve Alexander. Steve, what have you to say for yourself, sir? Well, it's going to be a very interesting NBA season that we are partaking in. Two games, as we are recording this, have been postponed. One for Monday, one for Tuesday. Uh, There could be more coming. There's a big meeting taking place with all the the GMs and, and owners and trying to figure out how to how to get through this. These postponements are a total buzzkill. Like, for instance, the players of the week for last week are Luka Doncic and Jason Tatum. And Luka's game on Monday was postponed, and Jason's game on Tuesday has been postponed. So the two hottest players in the league are going to see their four-game week taken down to a three-game week at best and who knows where we're going from here. Sounds like a Mavericks fan who is not going to be watching a Monday Night Mavericks game speaking there. <laughs> that is correct. Well, Steve, I mean, the, the, I have no perspective to offer here other than if you think back to baseball season and to some extent football season, you had a ton of kind of chaos early on. And then 
things certainly stabilized in baseball season during baseball season where they went a long stretch without COVID disrupting the season. So perhaps we would be seeing a similar thing where it's chaotic early in the season and then things stabilize a bit as the season goes on. Hopefully it's quite possible. I hope, I hope that happens. This, uh, this basketball season is already just, it <laughs> just has you, you look like you're at your wits end right now. Well, dude, I mean, if you just look at the Roto world death charts, the number of red crosses that are on that page, it's gotta be close to a hundred. It's, it's gotta be pushing between 75 and a hundred red crosses. It's just every team has issues right now. And well, you know, the one, the one team that really doesn't outside of Carl Anthony towns, they play two games this week. So, and the Chicago bulls got a game postponed. So they're down to two games this week. So that's my Wendell Carter. And that's my, my Kobe white. And I, of course, have Thomas Bryant everywhere and he's gone for the year. It's it's been a it's been a rough couple weeks, Matt. All right, well let's get to these pickups and we will address many of those red crosses that you just mentioned. We're generally aiming for guys who are forty percent rostered in Yahoo League. So you just mentioned uh Thomas Bryant. We're gonna talk about him in a second. In Washington though, per Adrian Wojnarowski, Russell Westbrook reportedly expected to miss a week with a left quad injury. I think that means you consider Denny Avdia the rookie. 26% rostered in Yahoo Leagues, had a 20-point, 5-rebound, five 5-assist five stat line over the weekend with two steals, five threes, Steve. Do you like Avdia with Westbrook out for a week? I do, but I, I think I'm more intrigued by Raul Neto. Neto had a huge game when Westbrook was out last week, and then he kind of fizzled after that. But, you know, Neto's going to be the starting point guard. Avdia was already starting He's going to keep starting. I, I like both of them, and it was nice to see Denny kind of break out his last game because he he had been struggling a little bit. So it was it was cool to see that. But you know, I think for, with four game week, you pick up either one of those guys that you can get. I think in a much deeper league, you also have Garrison Matthews on your radar. He's only one percent rostered in Yahoo. He scored twenty two the other night with four threes and two steals. So keep an eye on him. And Steve. Let's talk about Bryant now, because this is obviously a big situation for fantasy. Bryant was a popular breakout guy for a lot of people. He's done for the year with a torn ACL. That means, I guess, people were were or are deciding between two potential wizard centers to pick up. That would be Mo Wagner and Robin Lopez. I noticed that our Roto World blurb recommended Lopez. For me, there's only one guy I would remotely consider picking up here, and that's Wagner. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Per 36 minutes for his career, 16.9 points, 8.6 boards, 2.3 dimes, 1.1 steals, 0.9 blocks, 1.43s. I mean, we know what Robin Lopez is at this point. He's a serviceable guy. Wagner is the intriguing guy, and I would much rather gamble on his upside. And if Scott Brooks doesn't cooperate and isn't playing him enough, then I shall drop him and move on. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I... I agree with you. I think Mo Wagner is the exciting pickup, the guy with the upside. I use the term exciting loosely, of course. But he's the guy with the upside and has the potential to kind of like blow up. Whereas Robin Lopez, you know he's just going to go out there and sludge around for nine points, eight boards, and a, and a block. So right. I think he's sort of safe, but Wagner, like you said, is the more intriguing one. Well, and it's something we say, I feel like, every year. This early in the season, you 
probably should not yet be, you know, taking a swing on a Robin Lopez. Like, take a shot at the guy who has sky-high upside, or at least pretty good upside in Wagner at this point. And a guy on the upswing, a guy with some ceiling to reach, as opposed to the guy whose ceiling we've been staring at for, like, eight years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a very low ceiling. A very low ceiling. Like, we keep hitting our heads on that ceiling. (laughs) It's the... um, Seven and a half floor from being John Malkovich. What floor? You know what I'm talking about? Have you seen that movie? The movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know it well enough to... Okay. To well, that's a really it. old reference for you if you're uh, looking for a, a two-decade-old movie reference in which I think I said the <laughs> wrong floor number as well. So let's move on to uh, some other injury news. This is from Adrian Wojnarowski. Bogdan Bogdanovich, Hawks prized free agent pickup, has been diagnosed with a right knee bone bruise and avulsion fracture. Now, Steve, we don't exactly know how long Bogdan will be out. We know he's not going to be back soon. I don't want to live in a basketball universe where people were dropping Cam Reddish after a couple bad early season games. So I'm just going to pretend like he's not on any waiver wires. (laughs) And it seems like Kevin Herter really isn't on that many either. He's 53% rostered in Yahoo. So, I mean, I don't know that there's a, a guy to run and pick up here. I think this more just potentially makes Reddish and Herter more consistently startable in fantasy. Although I was already starting Reddish all the time anyways. Yeah, it it makes both of them very legit. Um, the whole Bogdan, uh, Danilo Gallinari thing hasn't worked out so well oh. as of yet. And, you know, Bogdan, I think, we don't know how long he's going to be out, but he has a broken knee. So I'm thinking you can probably go ahead and cut Bogdan at this point. And to me, Cam Reddish is the guy you want to you go grab and then if he's not there, you, you go grab uh, Kevin Herter. But both of them should be pretty fun. It's also going to help probably DeAndre Hunter and Solomon Hill, who has actually been making a little bit of noise for the Hawks as well. The You said the whole Bogdanovich-Gallinari thing hasn't been working out. The whole Hawks thing hasn't been working out uh, the last week to 10 days very well, Steve. After that 4-1 and one start, they had lost four in a row before what I'm sure was a stirring win over the Sixers on Monday night. I can only imagine after we recorded this. We've got a little feud, rumors of a feud, a little spat between Johnny Collins and Trey Young, which I don't know. I, I feel like they'll get that worked out. but uh, I think they will. The bigger issue is, yeah, Trey, sorry to interrupt you, Trey just hasn't been himself lately. The Hawks haven't been, haven't been themselves. It's been a really weird stretch for this team. And uh, absolutely miserable to watch, but I will keep watching every single minute of it because i i just love sports related pain (laughs) apparently we all do uh let's move to oklahoma city steve we have a hamadou diallo sighting he is as of this conversation 26 percent rostered back-to-back big games for him 23 points 11 boards against the knicks a 23 point three rebound five assist four steal extravaganza against the nets now Diallo is from New York, so if you're looking for a narrative here, he was probably very excited to be playing at home and you know putting on a show. But either way, those stat lines make him someone I would pick up if I had an open roster spot, a pretty high priority just to see what happens here. Yeah, my son's team in one of our leagues, he's in two leagues with me, and one of his teams is just shredded. It's It's all red crosses, and... We had to go in and, and make some moves today, and he got fired up about being able to pick up Diallo. So he's following the Matt Straub lead on that, 
and you know George Hill is on the other side of the hill, so Diallo should be. I mean, he should only get better as the season goes on. I, I expect George Hill is eventually going to fade away for this team. Uh, we're still waiting for Lou Dort to really turn it on. And another guy from this team that should be on every roster, in my opinion, is Darius Baisley. So there's lots to love besides just SGA in OKC. Yeah, and uh, they got a young center named Al Horford that they picked up. Um, and he, he is starting to play better for them as well um, after a rough start. Horford had a really big stat line on Sunday. 22 points, I think six boards, three assists, a steal, a block, some threes, if I'm remembering that off the top of my head. Gary Harris, Steve, started out the season, I think, four for 29 from three-point range. He was just pretty brutal for the Nuggets early on, but was consistently playing a lot of minutes for this team. And lately, he is picking it up shooting-wise, numbers-wise. He has four straight double-digit games during that stretch, 15 points per game, 1.0 steals, 2.03s. Now, I'm not going to pretend like Gary Harris is anything close to the fantasy dynamo he was a few years ago, but he plays a lot, as I said. I think he can carve out a nice niche in those three categories, points, threes, and steals. And I picked him up in a couple deeper leagues, and I'm pretty happy about it. He's only rostered in 16% of Yahoo leagues, Steve. Yeah, and Harris is one of those guys, man. If he ever gets gets it going again, like I think we forget how good he was, like you said, about three years ago. It's been a it's been a rough couple of years for uh the Hamilton Southeastern High School graduate, Indianapolis, Indiana. Fisher's Indiana actually. But uh he's had a he's had a rough road, but I mean the skill sets there, like you said, threes and steals and he could put up some some really nice numbers and the longer Michael Porter Jr.'s out, the better that probably is for for Gary Harris. And then also, you know, Will Barton is showing up uh on some waiver wires right now and I think he's a really strong play with MPJ out as well. Well let's take a quick stop in Philadelphia. Tyrese Maxey went absolutely <laughs> berserk over the weekend. Thirty nine points seven rebounds, six assists in a game where the Sixers were starting some players we've never even imagined. They were set to have no Ben Simmons and no Shake Milton Monday against the Hawks, so a chance for Maxi to go off again. And then I'll just throw Danny Green into this, Steve, and, and let you react to both these guys. Green is 25% rostered in Yahoo. He's been playing well for the last five games. Obviously, we've all been pump faked 500 times by Danny Green over the years, but 12.2 points, 3.8 boards, 3.6 dimes, 1.2 steals, 3.2 3s over the last five with the Sixers so shorthanded. Did you run and pick up Maxi anywhere, and have you gotten to the point where you picked up Green? I did pick up Maxi in a couple. Uh, I was late to that party. I, I wasn't really paying attention to basketball on Saturday and Sunday when I finally got back into the groove and and checked out what I missed on Saturday I was like whoa you used the words ballistic I think for Tyrese Maxey I would go with bonkers he just went nuts on on Saturday so I think he's a he's a really strong DFS play right now the Sixers have a five game week this week so you can really Pick a sixer, any sixer at this point. Tyrese Maxey, definitely in the mix. Isaiah Joe is somebody who I think is going to be in some DFS lineups and who has a chance to make a little noise. Like you said, Danny Green, 
I think he's the he's the veteran leader there. He's a guy you've got to have. Total buzzkill. I've got Tobias Harris in a league. It's a weekly lineup league. It's a five game week, and he's not going to play in probably any of them. So that brings Mike Scott to the forefront. I think Mike Scott's a valid DFS and regular lineup play right now. And who knows how many of these back-to-backs Joe Embiid's going to make it through. Dwight Howard and Tony Bradley, even. Both of those guys. So really, uh, like I said, pick a sixer, any sixer at this point, because there's only like eight of them available to play. I mean, it's pretty sick to make people play in a in a weekly lineup league during this season, <laughs> Steve. Our 30-team league is weekly lineup locking, and I mean, you're just crossing your fingers, and you set your lineup on Monday, and you're like, hopefully these guys are playing at the end of the week. I mean, it's just absurd. And Matt, you know that in the 30-deep league, your top three picks are everything. And my first pick was Ja Morant, who... Okay. I for I forget what he looks like, and my third pick I believe was Thomas Bryant, and Ooh. I am soon going to forget what he looks like as well. So I'm in for a long road in thirty. That's tough. We've also introduced relegation to that league, so you need to keep your team afloat. <laughs> a certain I can't remember the number of teams that are going to get relegated at the end of the season, but yeah, keep your head on a swivel there, Steve. Yeah, thanks. As as a um, former as a former cha- champion and the the founder of the league, hopefully, hopefully they show me do, some mercy. You do not relegate me. <laughs> do you know who I am? I relegate you. <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is seventy six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal. And when you gamble, betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Um, Steve, you had a couple names. I, I have a handful of just quick-hitting names I want to get to before we get out of here, but you had a couple names you wanted to uh, bring to the proceedings here, so why don't you uh, drop those in for us here? Well, I've noticed uh, Hassan Whiteside, who's who's been pretty terrible. Um, yeah, they're not playing him, I guess, is is essentially what, what I'm saying. But Rashawn Holmes was questionable for yesterday's game. Whiteside plays four this week. I, I feel like it wouldn't take much to put Rashawn Holmes on the bench for half this week or all of this week. And if that happens, because he's got a left ankle injury, he was out on Saturday – if that happens, Whiteside has a chance to really go nuts here. Additionally, Whiteside's too good of a player to not 
play for the Kings. So if he was dropped in your league, I think it makes sense to at least pick Whiteside up and see what happens this week. And while we're at it, another guy who's quietly making a little bit of noise for the Kings is Glenn Robinson. And uh, I think Glenn Robinson is is one of those $3,500 DFS guys that that could help uh, maybe win you some money. I'm with you on Whiteside, and he was a top 10 fantasy guy last year in nine category leagues, as we've said so much. Among guys who may get dropped in a league or basically could be acquired for almost nothing in a trade, there aren't that many with this kind of upside. So if he pops up in your waiver wire, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I love the idea of stashing him on your bench and seeing what happens. He did get back into the rotation their last game over the weekend and had 11 points, 8 boards, a steal, and a block in 24 minutes, although the Kings got crushed in that game. Still, though, it's a start, and as you said, Whiteside's too good of a player to just not play all year. He doesn't need a ton of minutes to make an impact. Yeah, and then another guy that I picked up in so many leagues for a monster four-game week coming from Peyton Pritchard of the Celtics. Uh, That's now a three-game week. But, you know, another guy, Jason Tatum, done for the week, probably. Robert Williams, Grant Williams, Jalen Brown's a little iffy. Kemba Walker is starting to practice again, but he's not quite ready. So Pritchard should have a solid three games this week, but he was a lot more exciting when it was a four-game week. All right, a few more names to hit, Stephen. I'll stick with another rookie here, uh, Patrick Williams of the Bulls. You and I have talked about him a few times, but he's just sitting out there in a lot of leagues, and I guess kind of for good reason. He's 14% rostered, the number four overall pick in the draft. But his last five games, he's sitting at 10.4 points, 4.0 boards, 2.0 steals, 1.23s, shooting 48.8% from the field. I'm mostly interested in those steals and threes, and I would not say I've been sprinting to add him many places but just another guy who's on my watch list anything to add there for you well Otto Porter Jr. missed his last game and he's he's got a back issue and he he's iffy for this week I guess and you know if Otto Porter is sitting out I think Pat Williams becomes a much stronger option but they've been leaning so heavily on Otto Porter that it's been hard for Williams to really carve out a a nice niche for himself so far. I, the tools are there. He looks like an NBA player. He looks good. Uh, I actually enjoy watching him play, but he needs a break. He needs Porter out of his way if he's going to be worth using on your fantasy team. Hey, are you telling me that Otto Porter is dealing with an injury issue? That's, uh, <laughs> Can you believe it? Royce O'Neal is a, an intriguing option, I think. He's 26% rostered in Yahoo. He's been starting for the Jazz all year. Now, he had a scoreless game for the Jazz on Sunday, but even including that, his last five games have him averaging 9.4 points, 8.2 rebounds, 3.0 assists, 1.2 steals, 2.6 threes, shooting 59.3% from the field. That may not all be very sustainable, but it's a pretty interesting run from a guy who is not someone that we talk about all that much as a waiver wire player or as a fantasy option. No, he's not. And Royce O'Neal and Derek Favors are sort of like two of the most boring fantasy players you could you could have on your roster. But as you just alluded to, O'Neal is always just on the verge, just on the precipice of being valuable and, and worth having on your team. But I, I, I don't know that I can do it. Every time I go out there and start scouring the waiver wire, I just kind of breeze right on, right on by O'Neal. And I, I don't know if that's ever going to change, Matt. 
I know. And and look, this is a guy who last year did average 29 minutes per game and averaged like 6.3 points, 5.5 rebounds. I mean, if I thought that this recent stretch was more sustainable, I'd be more excited about it. It feels a little bit like we're looking at an isolated or, or one of his better stretches where even with that, when he's playing well, he's just barely like, oh yeah, I could I could roster those numbers. But then when you put his colder stretches into it, the picture's not quite as pretty. Agreed. <laughs> I guess I just talked myself into and out of Royce O'Neal in a matter of about 25 minutes. A few more quick hitters, Steve. We talked about Justin Holiday last week. His roster percentage last week was 11%. Now it's 39. People have caught on. He continues to play well. TJ Warren's out. I'm going to rattle off a couple more at you here. Patty Mills is 34% rostered, so I think people have taken notice of his points and threes bonanza. And then uh, Tyus Jones. You mentioned John Morant. Tyus is coming off an 11-point, 10 assists, 4-steal game recently, Steve. At what point are you are you overcoming your skepticism on Tyus Jones at all? Well, I mean, I was I was skeptical, but I it didn't stop me from picking him up. I'm, I've got him in a in a few leagues. I also have Kyle Anderson in a few leagues. I, I kind of thought Anderson would have taken off a little bit more by now, but yeah, Jones has been completely serviceable. I mean, he's he's a perfect poster player for this podcast. Serviceable, intriguing, all those things. Back to Justin Holiday for a moment, please. Five game week for the Pacers. Must-have player. I'm surprised he's not rostered in more leagues than he is right now. I just think that in a in a five-game week in the middle of a of a pandemic, and you've got a healthy guy that's going to play in all five of them, you go and get him. And even though I have more steals than Doug McDermott does this season, I picked up Doug McDermott too. I'm going to roll him out there for five and see what happens. And while we're talking about the Pacers, Malcolm. Brogdon is probably the most underrated player in fantasy hoops right now. What do you think about that? So you have three. Well, I just I'm just, I just want to talk to you about your steals. You have three steals this season. <laughs> <laughs> I do have three steals. Got it. Got it. Got it. I'm not gonna tell you what I stole. <laughs> okay. Please I don't. Have, I have Please stolen. Don't. Th- I don't want. I've that. stolen th- three things this year. I do not want. I don't want that responsibility, so please do not tell me. Okay. I don't want that legal burden. No, I'm, I just had to stop and think about that. Steve just confessed to a crime here on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple crimes. Multiple. Uh, Sadiq, <laughs> Sadiq Bay, Steve, and Isaac Okoro. These are the last two names I've got. Two other rookies. Bay has had three straight games in double figures, 14 points per game, 5.7 rebounds, 0.7 steals, 3.33 pointers. I can't remember if I said he's 10% rostered. Isaac Okoro for the Cavs is only 8% rostered. He's had a couple minutes in the 30s since he came back. The numbers really aren't there, but that playing time for a guy with his skill set puts him on my watch list slash stash list. Either of these two rookies have your attention. Yeah, especially Okoro. Um, Okoro has a chance to play a lot of minutes for Cleveland. He, He was out for a little bit. Now he's back. And they, you know, with Colin Sexton and Darius Garland both banged up, they they should really be running Okoro as hard as they can. And they sort of have been more lately. So uh, I think Okoro is a very intriguing player to grab right now. And Sadiq Bay, I, I like him in Detroit. Blake Griffin's going to be iffy all year probably. Sekou Dumboya is going to be around to maybe stifle Bay a little bit. But, you know, Four-game week, and you're in a deeper league. I think Bay's reasonable. Maybe we should add 
the adjective reasonable to our podcast serviceable reasonable and intriguing waiver wire pickups logical yeah Yeah. logical let's see how many adjectives we can throw in here before the season's over we are almost required to give a luca free throw update it's good his free throw percentage is good is it it was 80 last I checked. 78.3. He must have bricked some. 78.3. 78.3. Just when you think things are looking better, he goes 10 for 15. <laughs> yeah, there, there it is. There it is. <sighs> oh, yeah. Okay, we'll get that next week. Yeah. And we'll do a Luca turnover update. Holy cow. Yeah, that's a little rough. And then we'll also do a two-man draft update as well. A two-man draft. All right, that's about going to do it for us. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen. Take a second to rate and review us as well. We will be back on Friday to do something. I don't know yet. We're going to talk about some trends. We're going to talk about some other stuff. So thanks to all of you for listening. Steve, thank you so much for taking the time. We'll talk to you soon. See you guys. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. One, two, three. Four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.